Sports car racing is one of the most exciting and unique forms of motorsport. But for someone new to the sport, it can be a bit confusing. From the different classes and series, to the types of cars and countless acronyms, there's a lot to keep track of. In this four-part series, we'll break down everything you need to know on the road to sports car racing fandom. Whether you're getting your friends and family into the sport for the first time, becoming a new fan yourself, or just need a little refresher, Sports Car 365 is here to help you get up to speed on the current state of international sports car racing. I'm Jonathan Grace, and this is Sports Car 101. So what is sports car racing? What sets it apart from every other type of motorsport? While there's a lot of things that make sports car racing unique, for me, it comes down to one thing, multi-class racing. Imagine driving a nearly 700 horsepower prototype race car that weighs nearly 1,000 pounds less than a Porsche 911 for hours at a time, weaving your way through a sea of slower cars at 200 miles an hour, all while fighting for the win in your class and trying to set competitive lap times in the middle of the night. That is multi-class racing. Unlike in Formula One or IndyCar or NASCAR, sports car racing involves many different types of cars. Two of the most common types you'll see are bespoke, purpose-built prototypes and Grand Touring or GT cars, thoroughbred race cars based on the sports cars we see out on the road. In most sports car series, these different types of cars race on track together at the same time. The world's biggest automotive brands or factory teams and privately funded teams compete alongside one another in equally balanced machinery within their class. More on this mechanical balancing act in the coming episodes. To stay organized, different types of cars are separated into classes. This is important because the performance differences between the classes can be dramatic, with top-level prototypes completing a lap of Le Mans some 25 seconds faster than some of the GT cars, and a modern GT3 car is blisteringly fast. Some of the other classes are also further divided by the types of drivers in the car. Don't worry, we'll get into this later. At the end of a race, a podium is decided for each class, and being that most sports car series involve more than one driver per car, a single class podium can sometimes include as many as 12 drivers, although the number of drivers per car depends on the duration of the race and the rules of each series. Different types of cars, often with multiple drivers in each, all on track at the same time, with everybody running their own race. And yeah, sometimes this happens for 24 hours. Races can range from under one hour to a full 24, like the infamous 24 Hours of Le Mans. And this is where each championship and series starts to develop its own unique flavor and characteristics. Some are shorter format, and some include a larger variety of cars. Some are regional series, and some are international championships. Let's take a look at some of the biggest series and championships that you'll most commonly see in the sport. Perhaps the largest and most prestigious sports car championship is the FIA World Endurance Championship, or WEC, where a combination of prototype and GT cars race in longer format endurance races, ranging from a minimum of six hours to the longest event of the year, the 24 Hours of Le Mans. These races take place all over the globe, allowing teams and drivers to go head-to-head -head at some of the world's most famous and challenging circuits. Endurance racing is just what the name implies. It's a true test of endurance for the drivers, teams, and the cars they compete in. For example, at Le Mans, a team of three drivers switches off piloting the same car around the clock for a full day, 
only stopping for mere seconds to change drivers, swap tires, refuel, or make necessary repairs to the car. Drivers spend hours behind the wheel, not only trying to go as fast as possible, but also navigating the traffic of the other classes of cars around them. The WEC is overseen by both the FIA, the primary governing body over many of the largest world championships across the racing world, and by the ACO, or the Automobile Club of the West. Both of these organizations set the rules and regulations along with organizing the race events for the WEC, as well as its regional series, like the European Le Mans series and the Asian Le Mans series. It'll become clear in the following episodes how the influence of the FIA and ACO impacts most of the major sports car racing series operating around the globe. IMSA, or the International Motorsport Association, organizes North America's premier sports car racing championship, the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship. It features both prototype and GT cars, competing exclusively in North America. Race lengths vary, but the IMSA season begins with one of the world's biggest endurance races, the Rolex 24 Hours of Daytona. Unlike the WEC, however, not all WeatherTech Championship events are endurance races. Interestingly, both IMSA and the WEC hold an endurance event on the same weekend at what has been dubbed Super Sebring. The IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship holds the Mobile One 12 Hours of Sebring, and the WEC hosts the 1,000 Miles of Sebring, across one of the busiest race weekends anywhere in the world. While the rules and regulations for certain car homologations outlined by the FIA provide the basis for many of IMSA's rules and regulations, the WeatherTech Championship and its various offshoots and support series are run by IMSA. Some of these IMSA-sanctioned series include the Michelin Pilot Challenge, VP Racing Sports Car Challenge, Mazda MX-5 Cup, and some other regional, manufacturer-specific series that we'll touch on later. The other major player in global sports car racing is the Stefan Rattel Organization, or SRO. SRO organizes a combination of national and international sports car racing championships all over the world. These championships exclusively use GTs and touring cars, abbreviated as TC. The largest of these championships is the Intercontinental GT Challenge powered by Pirelli, or IGTC. Regional championships like the GT World Challenge Europe powered by AWS series and its sister series in America, Australia, and Asia, as well as the Intelligent Money British GT Championship are also overseen and organized by SRO. Some of these championships are interwoven, with competitors in separate SRO championships competing in the same race event that awards points separately for each championship. For example, the infamous 24 Hours of Spa is an endurance race that serves both as a round for the GT World Challenge Europe powered by AWS Championship and the Intercontinental GT Challenge powered by Pirelli. Some of the SRO Regional GT World Challenge Championships also include a variety of SRO sanctioned support series that often race and compete during GT World Challenge Race Weekend events. By now, you've probably gathered by the branded titles and the names of championships and events that sponsorship plays a massive role in this sport. And you'd be right. In an arena as expensive as professional motorsport, sponsorship is not only important, but necessary for survival, even for major manufacturers. Plus, many companies consider sports car racing a golden opportunity to showcase their brands in front of millions of enthusiastic racing fans. The WEC, IMSA, and SRO represent the highest level of international sports car racing competition. There are a myriad of other series and championships like NLS, Super GT, and manufacturer-specific series like the Lamborghini Super Trofeo and Porsche Carrera Cup. 
These series are manufacturer-specific, usually regional, and use a single type of car so that the only variable on track is the driver. These series are generally geared towards helping up-and-coming drivers hone their skills. Another popular series is the ADAC GT Masters, a German sports car racing series managed by the ADAC Group. ADAC also runs the DTM, a popular German GT racing championship where a single driver competes in a single GT car in shorter format sprint races. Sports car racing looks different depending on the series you're in and who's organizing it. But at its core, it's a collection of manufacturers and teams competing for class victories in a variety of purpose-built cars, sometimes for as long as 24 hours. Some fans closely follow a specific team or manufacturer, some follow their favorite drivers, and some are just fans of the sport. Like Ferraris? Perfect! They race in just about every major sports car championship out there. Own an Acura? Great! You can watch them fight for wins in IMSA and GT World Challenge. Like a certain driver? Awesome! They're probably racing in two different series next year. Like NASCAR? They're racing a modified next-gen Camaro at Le Mans in 2023. Whoever you follow and whatever your reason, sports car racing has something for everyone. In the next two episodes of Sports Car 101, we'll explain prototypes and GT cars in more detail. These machines are the backbone of the sport. And for the regulation changes in 2023, the sport is ushering in what many are considering to be a golden age of sports car racing.